When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast that's when sending the Swedes back to Sweden. It's the Pen and Stuff podcast. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And the Global Series starts yesterday. It I did think, start is yesterday. What it said. Yeah, it started yesterday, and Ottawa beat Detroit. Oh, that was the Global Series. Yeah. I knew After that. Detroit I knew that. came back from being down four, sent it to overtime, four four. And lost it in overtime, but getting a point after being down four is still pretty good. So I'm not mad about it. My prediction was not good. No, no, it wasn't. No, but we're back after uh, two months or a week off, and uh, podcast did get uploaded. Just go listen to that if you haven't listened to it. And uh, we did two weeks of predictions, and I think that's where we should start because Andrew absolutely did awesome. No, you didn't. I did. Not as awesome I got, as I did. I, I, I went. That's true. Oh, that's true. Okay, go ahead. Talk. You deserve <laughs> your flowers. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, out of, out of a possible ten points, or well, out of ten games that we predicted, I only missed two of them. She's just saying. She's not saying. She's just. Saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. I only missed two. So I got eight points this week because I didn't get any correct scores, but I did get eight points. How so, many did I get? And you and Dad did not get eight points. I don't even know how many points did you guys get. Okay. Sorry, Dude, that was a little. No, that was a no, little need rude. To be rude. Dad got two points week one, three points week two, or I guess technically week six, five and six. And then Andrew, you got four or no, you got three points week five. And then another three points week six. So at least you're consistent. We're coming. We're just biding our time until we're uh, we we come through with the absolute rocket cannon. But do you know where I did do well? The last episode, Jim asked how many points will the Penguins get in I think it was five games in the next two weeks, right? I said eight, maybe ten. Did we get eight? Eight. That's true. That's true. Impressive. Lost, lost the Devils game last night. Won every other game. So that's I'm not saying. Yeah. Just saying. So I I predict it when it matters. I can predict the Penguins, even though I didn't predict them right against 
this week. So. Yeah. We won't hold it against you. But thoughts on this week for the Penguins? They needed it. Oh my gosh, did they need it? I mean, it was the the what was going on with them <clears throat> in the in the course of the of the first three four weeks of the season uh, was ugly. <clears throat> it wasn't Penguins hockey. It wasn't what we're used to, but it was a lot better than <laughs> the previous four weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly. Uh, I don't know if a surprised is the right word, but I'm, I'm excited uh, at the direction this team is going. Um, they lost the Jersey last night pretty badly. Yep. Yep. But, it, was a, uh, it was a tough game. But, um, but I ultimately, I think the, the, the team is, is beginning to turn a corner. Now we have, we have games coming up against Carolina, Vegas, and the Rangers. Yep. Three very hard three. teams. I was three just very about very hard, hard teams. teams, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do against these teams. Yeah, so I was, um, I was just about to say we 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 stacked up wins when we needed to. We we're playing very mid teams this week, right? Like we played the Kings, who are good. The Kings are very good, and we held our own with them the entire game. We won, and then yes. we played, and then we uh, uh, Buffalo, who's floundering, Columbus, who are floundering. Um, there were other teams in that in that span there. San Jose and Anaheim. San Jose, S- San Jose and Anaheim. Yeah, all those teams. Uh, we did what we needed to against them, and now there are we may go five hundred because we got Carolina tomorrow when the, well today when this podcast is uploaded, then uh then back to back against Carolina and Vegas home and home like we're in Carolina and then now we're in headed to Vegas or then we go home to Vegas. And then, uh, Rangers, Rangers Thanksgiving Eve in Pittsburgh, then Buffalo, and then Toronto, which Buffalo's back the only back. one that I yeah, Buffalo's the only one that I'm like they can win that one. I'm not sure if they can stand their own. This is going to be very showing to see if we have what it takes to win a cup. Now, do I think we do? From what I've seen this week, yes, but the last two weeks again, yes, but again. They were Those aren't the teams, teams you're going to see in the playoffs. No, no. I... you're not going to see a Columbus. You're not going to see a Buffalo. You're going to see a New Jersey when Jack mm-hmm. Hughes and Timu Meyer and uh, Nico Heischer get back. And the fact that we couldn't beat them without their first line is embarrassing. Well, I think in the New Jersey game, especially for whatever reason, we just looked slow and old and nothing was clicking. I was texting Andrew during the game. I was like, what is the opposite of crisp? Soggy. Our game is soggy. And I don't know why that description just fit last night's game, but it was just nothing was connecting. And everything felt like we were just a half a step behind. And it was very, very frustrating. Like we started out well the first 10 minutes of the first period, but then it just started declining from there. And I think that comes with age, especially because our team just is old. And I think this is going to be something that we keep seeing this year is just guys not able to connect on passes, not able to finish plays, not able to forecheck the way that you need to in order to make any motion in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, listen, I agree with that. But I will say we 
we hemmed in these young teams that we played this week and the last week, these last two weeks, very well. This was a stretch that we were playing young gun teams. We were playing the Kings, who aren't have old people, but they have a lot of youth. We played the Buffalo Sabres, basically all young outside of Tuck. And Tuck's even, what, 27, 28? And Skinner. And, and well, yeah. But, and uh, uh, Posto, I guess, is on the team, too. But what I'm saying is the majority of these teams had a majority of young guys, and we played with them. So I'm not afraid of that. What I am afraid of is speed. That is one thing that just shows, not uh, sets apart New Jersey from every other team in the league. They are a fast team. And well, the problem and is the Penguins, especially when they get uh, odd, odd man, you know, when they're five on four, when they're playing with the power play, they like to be methodical. They like to set it up. The problem is New Jersey – you're not going to get a clean look with New Jersey's penalty kill because they're going to jump to the putt. They're so fast. I was talking – I had buddies over last night, and I, t- I was talking to them about the shorthanded goal, and I was like, the problem is Pittsburgh, very methodical on the power play, right? Wait for mm-hmm. the perfect shot, and it bugs the crap out of me, but that's what they do. And then – but the problem with New Jersey is they're so fast, they get to the puck so fast. They had three on-man rushes on one power play. New Jersey did on the Penguins' power play. Mm-hmm. And that comes from them being slow. So yeah, and I we need more speed. Right. And I think well, too, especially in that New Jersey game, I noticed that Pittsburgh was trying to play the fast game, mm-hmm. which is why they were they were turning it over so much and mm-hmm. why they were they were giving up so many on men rushes is because they were yep. trying to play the fast game, but your team can't play the fast game. Nope. So I think Pittsburgh just needs to stick to the game that they know, which is playing good defense and being hard on the forecheck, but also just like staying on pucks. But like there's a certain degree to which obviously when you're playing a, a speedy team, you have to be, you have to skate with them. But also I just felt like New Jersey's play was affecting the way that Pittsburgh was was playing as well and like they were trying to play the same way which they literally can't yeah. and so i feel like that led to a lot of poor plays on pittsburgh's part as well yep 100 percent. do you have anything okay. else uh, jim nope uh, i agree 100 percent with what you guys yeah. are saying and it's absolutely exactly true <laughs> we okay. got to get younger we got to get faster yeah and Problem is, I don't know how we do that. I mean, Vinny Hindestroza has been an amazing addition to this lineup. Stellar. He, you see him every single time he's on the ice. He chases that puck. He, and he goes hard on the back check, the four check. He's just a very good hockey player. Yeah, and I love, I love that third line, and I think that's something that we've been missing in the past few years for the Penguins, is that third line. That can that every time they're on their ass, they're net positive. They may not score, but they're grinding. They're 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 not letting New Jersey score. They're well, gonna, actually, they're... they were on the ice for at least two of the goals that New Jersey scored last night. Okay, I meant the opponent score most of the time is what I'm saying. Okay, J- okay. don't 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 rip on me right now. I'm I'm okay, praising okay. them because the last few games they've been amazing. They've been awesome. Mm-hmm. I've watched the last few games like 
every time they're on the ice, they're in the offensive zone. Like they're not letting the opponent get offensive zone time most of the time, except for New Jersey. But I I think, yeah. So what do we see? So the 18th, the 19th, the 22nd, the 24th, we have games. I don't know if we'll be recording a podcast over Thanksgiving. You guys might, I won't be available. I'll be. Yeah, I don't think. In Illinois. No, I think, I think, do we want to predict both weeks? I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Another two for one week coming your guys' yep. way. So we have, let's see, we have Carolina, Vegas, New York, the Rangers, Buffalo, Toronto, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. These next two weeks, that's a total of two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 points. Again, where do we see the Penguins sitting after this week of games? I think Pittsburgh can go 500 and, and get seven points out of this week. I don't know if they get yep. more than that, but I think seven or eight is probably a good good place to land because I think they could they could sneak away with a win against Toronto. They could sneak away with a win against Carolina, but I don't know. I think I think seven is probably a good a good number there. Yeah. Jim. Yeah, I'd say seven is probably doable, maybe nine. Yeah. Um, I'd say in the seven to nine range. Can I can I say that? Mm-hmm. Is that is that a is that a uh, acceptable I mean, answer? We'll we'll allow it. Okay. But <clears throat> so for me, I think I think we beat Carolina this week. So to today, Saturday, I think we do. Okay. I I think I think we maybe take Vegas. I think we could. We're home. It's the back of a back to back, so I I know that's you know it's difficult. Uh, I I I say that one's a wash. I'm not sure about that one. Rangers, I'm excited for this one. I know it's Wednesday. I will say though that Sunday game against Vegas, Vegas is also on a back on the back end of a back to back. That's important information. So I think they could do that. And obviously, well, who are they playing that first game in the back? Philadelphia. Okay, so we'll get their starter. We'll get their starter goal. We'll get Aiden Hill, more than likely. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Philadelphia's probably... better than Pittsburgh this year. And that's true. Well, and then the Rangers, Either I'm way. excited to watch this one because it'll be a preview because – I get to go to a Penguins Rangers game in March, so that's fun. But we get a preview. Hopefully, there's a lot of chippiness, and I think the Penguins will be able to, you know, actually rock with the chippiness this year. I think for also first 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 look of Blake Wheeler in a Rangers jersey. Um, then Buffalo, I think we can win. We have beaten them already this week month, so I think we could do that. Then Tampa, Toronto, it's tough. But Pittsburgh Predators. has a hard time playing in Buffalo. To be honest, we 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 haven't won in Buffalo a lot in the last three or four years, but I'm just uh, throwing that out there. Yeah. Last, I, another, um, the, valid. the Toronto, the Toronto game on Saturday is also, we're on the back of a back to back, but Toronto is also on the back of a back to back. So I like that. We got a little bit, a little bit of grace in the schedule there. Yeah. And well. then we have the predators and then Tampa. So those two games are very winnable. I think for the penguins. Well, yeah. As like long Toronto. as we don't, I mean, uh, the Lightning have had a very good, have had very good goaltending from Jonas Johansson. 
So which is and 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 Pittsburgh is very um susceptible to the backup. Yeah. No, they're prone to hit hot goalies. Yeah. And so, um, as long as we can we can solve their goaltender, I don't think Tampa will be that big of a problem. But no, because they're also I mean, they kind looked of old. bad. They looked tough last night in the first period against the Blackhawks. <laughs> and I mean, I know the Blackhawks are decent, and Mrazek is a good goalie. But, Somehow. But they should not be doing that tough against the Blackhawks. No. A little bit embarrassing. We will take a break and we'll come back after these words from our sponsors. The holidays are nuts. It's crazy. Parties, meals, family, shopping. I mean, it's all just crazy chaotic. But it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. And why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycom products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So, Beat the crowds, save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's raycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Bet the action on the ice with Draft. Kings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to for sports betting, but especially some of the lines you get in the NHL. Today, November 17th, you can get Buffalo on the money line against the Winnipeg Jets at plus 145. That's my favorite line for today, but also you can get Detroit at plus 142 against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. 
All right, welcome back in to the Pens and Stuff podcast. We have uh, random crap we want to talk about today, perhaps. Also, our soundboard is down, so that's why you're not getting the random crap we want to talk about today music. I'm sorry. Which that's is disappointing. Look forward to every week. That's like that's, my favorite That's on us, music. you know? That's that's on us. We apologize. Well, I would like to talk about neck guards. I don't really want to talk about okay. the whole thing with because I don't want to. It's yeah. kind of like a political thing. and Yeah. It is what it is, and I mean not political. Racist. Obviously, the guy, if he did it on purpose, he should go, go be punished. Show. But I don't know anything about that because I wasn't there. I don't know. Anyways, I so, also don't play hockey, as, so it's true. As far as net guards go, um, I've heard a lot of different people talking about it. A lot of people advocating for them to be mandatory. I don't know if they should necessarily be mandatory. Obviously, if if a player doesn't want to wear one, that's their own life. They're putting in danger, right? But um, I think it's really cool to see players now realizing that that is actually like you're playing with these insanely sharp blades on your feet and you're not like in certain instances, you're not in that grade of control of your body. And so like, obviously, <clears throat> if you could protect yourself and keep yourself from that kind of injury or, or dying, because that is like a possible like we're we're realizing the the actual danger in that um i think it's really great and um that more people are talking about it and um for a- another thing that people keep bringing up is that like it's mandatory i heard even Wayne Gretzky talking about it all through like peewee hockey minor hockey junior hockey all of this it's mandatory to wear a net guard so why does the nhl just graduate to not wearing net guards and like the AHL, when you're a professional player, they don't mandate it anymore. And I honestly, I, I, it kind of logically, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're going to protect yourself as a, as a younger person, why wouldn't you want to protect yourself as you're getting older too? Like, obviously it's your own life in your hands, but anyways, it just seems strange to me that they don't, they don't still wear them once they're in the NHL. I don't know. Anyways. I, I think it's, you know, once the the incident happened, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot more people became aware of just how sharp these knives that we're standing on are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so it becomes more of a common sense type of thing, I think, than, than even a, a debate. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I agree with what you say, Abby. You're absolutely right. And I I am under the camp that they should be mandatory for everyone. I mean, you made helmets mandatory, right? You then made visors mandatory. That's true. Why are we not making net guards mandatory? For for one Especially thing, after somebody dies. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. And That's I true. think like if you're gonna make me wear something that impedes my vision, right? Why don't why aren't you going to make me something that might save my life? It's not like, obviously it's going to be a little itchy at first. You'll get used to it. You got used to the visors. You got used to the helmets. But one thing I will say, I think it's smart for them to be a mandatory because not only for the person who might get cut, but for the person who's doing the cutting, if they can, you know, the guy who cut the man, whether he meant to or not, he's going for manslaughter. Like your leg doesn't kick up in that thing anyway, when going for a hit. So, Keep your legs under control. But 
I don't want to accidentally cut someone's neck and then get arrested for manslaughter. Like, and I don't know if the dude meant to do it or not. That's not for me to say that's, you know, between him and God and Adam Johnson eventually. But for me, like if I'm playing hockey, I'm just trying to play the game. Like, and I don't want, I don't want that to be something that I could be thinking about. Like if I go in for this hit, am I going to accidentally murder the man and get arrested? Right. So yeah, I, that's true. I don't know. I, and I'm just, I think it's, it's smart to wear them. And you see guys now, especially on the Penguins, you, Adam Graves, Ryan Graves was wearing it last night. Uh, I think Eric Carlson's been wearing them in practice. Jeff uh, Carter started wearing one like the Carter day after the one. accident. Yeah. yeah. Or the game after the accident. So, yeah, it's it's a crazy thing. Also, uh, something I want to talk about along these same lines. Uh, the owner of the Winnipeg Jets, I forget his name, but he flew out Neil Pionk, Alex Iafalo, and a couple other Winnipeg Jets for the funeral. Yeah, because they played junior hockey with with yep. Adam Johnson. Personal and, and personal he chartered, jet. He chartered charter the jet. Yeah, charter, charter jet. He said, uh, "I heard a, a clip from Pionk. He was like, uh, he was like, it was it was awesome. And uh, he was like, uh, if we had, we would have been there one way or another. He said, but we would have only gotten to spend a couple hours there. But because he chartered it, and uh, we got to spend a, over twenty four hours there. And he was like, and uh, and he basically told us when it happened. He was like, anything you need." no questions asked you guys get it like he was like it was awesome and so i just want to you know we can say a lot about the old white boys in hockey but the the owner did a stand-up job there for those guys it was i was impressed because mm -hmm. the owner doesn't need to do that like no yeah owners his, get a owners get the shaft every once in a while in the court of public opinion and that's a good yeah. that's a good thing good on you mm -hmm. for sure I just wanted to make that known, but yeah, yeah, that that's that's random crap we want to talk about today. Short, short, random crap. Uh, but I mean, I short guess we could sweet. talk about our, yeah, I guess we could talk about our teams if we want to, like Dallas or Boston or Toronto or no, no, Abby, I know you have something you want to say about Dallas, probably. I mean, I'll always talk about Dallas if people want to let me talk about Dallas. I'll talk about Dallas. I, I've got, long. I've got Calgary. They're awful. I've got, um. Minnesota, they're horrible. Toronto's not bad. Toronto's Toronto's doing well, but unfortunately, that's it. I hey, back off. All right. Well, back how off okay? Toronto. How would you like to be me? Okay. Last year I was following Vancouver. They <laughs> suck. I jumped from them to Seattle. Seattle sucks now. Vancouver, best team in the league. You should not have. <laughs> what the heck is about that? What the heck Guys, is about that? I, no, I, if have... I hadn't switched. Seattle would be doing the exact same thing Vancouver's doing. <laughs> I have stood pat. I have not switched any of my teams. Detroit is third in the Atlantic. Pittsburgh, I mean, is sixth. Boston's but Dallas first. is first in the Central, and Anaheim's fourth in the Pacific. Yeah. Just don't change your teams, guys. Just don't do it. I would – okay. I, I want to – I want to – Can I – can I – um. Try a try a uh, experiment. Can I switch back from Seattle to Vancouver for my team? No, because then uh, Vancouver's gonna do bad. No, I just want to see. I no, want to no. see. Okay. No, I think that would be a great idea. That way, that way we see if it's Andrew or if it's just Kowinski Dink. 
I, I that's what I want to do. But I, I want that, I I want Vancouver to succeed because I have Thatcher Demko and Quinn Hughes on my fantasy team. Okay. Oh, Andrew, absolutely. Month. You're you're changing now. Just you're for one month. Just for one month. Fine. 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 <laughs> fine. 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 And, and if and if and if Vancouver starts plummeting and Seattle does well, I will jump back to Seattle. So I'll take Jared McCann down with me as opposed to. Is Tanner Pearson still on the Canucks? No, he's somewhere else now. Is there a pen on Vancouver? Well, Billy Garen is their GM. No, Billy Garen. Is, Rick no, Tockett Billy Garen's is their coach. the GM. Rick Tockett's their coach, yeah. I don't yeah, know Billy if there Garen's is a penguin GM on. From Minnesota. Oh, 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 Teddy Minnesota. Bluger's on Vancouver. Teddy Bluger's on Vancouver. Yes, Teddy Bluger. I love Teddy. Okay. That's Champion, why they're Teddy doing Bluger. so well. It's the morale, man. Did Teddy you know Bluger. Cup, yeah, Teddy Champion, went to Vegas Teddy and they won Bluger. the Stanley Cup. Teddy went yeah. to Vegas and they won the Stanley Cup. It's did the you Bluger know effect. that? Did you know that Bluger is only one one of two Latvians to ever win the Stanley Cup? Nice. Who's the other one? No clue. Maybe. I saw that one. It I saw that one. It came up. <laughs> but we're talking about our other teams. Can I? Talk yeah, you about, can talk about Dallas. Uh, okay, I want to talk about Dallas's game last Sunday against Minnesota. This was extra sweet because Anna votes for Minnesota, our old and older sister. And, oh, Dad, that's true. You vote for Minnesota, too. Boo. Anyhow, this game was insane. I didn't get to watch it, but I was I was following the, the stats popping up on my phone. I was like, holy crap. Um, but Dallas beat Minnesota 8-3 to was the final. Seven of those goals were scored on special teams. Wow. Seven goals. I think two... Uh, hang on. One, two, three, four, five power play goals and two shorthanded goals. The only even strength goal was Matt Duchesne for the third goal of the game. But that was the only even strength goal of the entire game. Yeah. Well, the only even strength goal for Dallas. Yeah. And then two of two of Minnesota's goals were even strength, and then they got a power play goal too. But yeah. I think I mean nice. there were just a lot of penalties in this game too, obviously, but that's what you get when you get Minnesota versus Dallas because they're like they hate each other, which is awesome. Love that. But that's true. Anyway, All right, I, I would was, like to talk about. Sorry, I was super my teams, into it. That's great. I'm anyway. proud of you. I'm happy Thanks. for you. Your Dallas talk is is what why people keep coming back to the podcast. Really, it's it's true. It's the pens and stuff. And podcast. stuff. They come back for the stuff, not the pens. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to talk about my teams where we have one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, six players in the top five in points this year. And the top three are all for my Vancouver Canucks. Let's go. What? Oh my Miller, gosh. You Elias bandwagoner. Patterson, Quinn Hughes. You, you bandwagoner. Top. Top. First, they all have 27 points, which is actually ridiculous. To have to have three guys <laughs> on the same team all with 27 points. Yeah. One of them being a defenseman. That is insane. And then and then Brock Besser is down here uh at 21. So that Dude, first come on, of, what are you doing? Well, no, Miller and Pedersen center different lines. So that's their top two lines that are getting on the board like crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. So I'm I'm happy for my my Canucks, you know, seeing them. And then Pasternak's at 24. Um and uh hey, I've been following Boston for like three years. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, Boston, uh, I don't care about that. But Crosby's at fifth with 20. 
And then Gensel's right there at six with 19. And Philip Forsberg's there at 18. Malkin's okay. at 17. Though the fact that Jack Hughes is still in fifth place for points and has been injured the yeah. past four games, bonkers. That's insane. But anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah. That that Detroit okay. Red Wings first line that everyone was talking about the with DeBrinket and Larkin and I can't remember who yeah. the other wing was, but they were all like, "This is a great line. This is going to be one of the best lines in hockey this year." And uh, they've they've shut it down a little bit, but yeah, yeah, not great. <laughs> they were hot right. for a while. That's right. So so everybody was asking about who the other Latvian is to win the Stanley Cup. Well, my, I have done me, you. Yes, I have done some research, and I have found the answer. Okay. The answer is <clears throat> Sandis Ozilinch. Oh, I knew that. Who played for Colorado in the 1995-96 NHL season, and he won the Stanley Cup with them. And then Teddy Bluger became the second last year with the Vegas Golden Knights. I think he, though, became the first to ever take the Stanley Cup to Latvia, though. Yes, he did. That um, is correct. Yeah, maybe. So, anyway. Yeah. So there Hometown you go. legend, Teddy Bluger. We love, we're, we're we love Teddy Bluger. He's my favorite. I just we picked him up in fantasy because of my not. guys. I did. Because it's a really big league and there are slim pickings for oh, in the ESPN? agents right now. No. The TH- I have a different league that I'm a part of. <gasps> You have a league that I'm not a part of? Yeah, because you don't write for In the Rink, dude. Oh, valid. Go check anyway. Abby out on In the Rink. Are you still writing for them? It's inside the rink? the rink. But yeah, I took inside a break the... because we moved the past two or three weeks. So I haven't written anything. But do they know that? Do you more talk content? To your yes. Yes, I did. More content coming your way soon. Good. Go follow her, Abby Augustine on uh, Inside the Rink. Yep. www.insidetherink. Very proud of you. Thank you. All right, are we on to predictions? Let's go to predictions. We got two weeks of predictions for you guys because uh, we will not be recording Thanksgiving week because we will be stuffing our faces and pooping our pants and uh, watching football. So hockey's going to take a back seat here for, at least for me, for uh, Thursday and Friday because for the first time ever, we have Black Friday night football. What? Let's go. Friday night football? Yeah, because – so the thing is Amazon has the market for Thursday night football, right? Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. But Thanksgiving goes to CBS, uh, Fox, and ESPN, the big three. Yep. So for their Thursday night football matchup, they moved it to Black Friday, and they're marketing it as Black Friday night football, which will be that fun. Actually, but... That actually makes it's... sense for them because of, of being Amazon and Amazon. all that. Yep. It actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. But I mean, people I will be on Amazon, question. and they'll see the ads for Friday night football. What? Is is this one of the first times ever that they've had a game on Friday in the NFL? Quite possibly, yeah. Probably, yeah. Because it's always just been Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Okay, speaking of Friday night, hold on. I've seen multiple people post about it, and they obviously listen to the podcast because I've been rating, ranting about it for forever. Why, do, why does the NHL play two games on Friday night and then on a Tuesday night have 16 games? It makes no sense. You have no college football that people care about on Friday night. You have no NFL on Friday night. You may... The only market you compete it. with is the NBA. 
Yeah. And if people and are going to watch the NBA, the they're going to watch the NBA. Because that's yeah, every night, too. Time, most of the night time, the NHL people, the hardcore fans who are going to watch 16 games on Friday are not going to be watching basketball. Like, they're those two no. things don't correlate. But the hardcore fans are also not going to be able to watch 16 games on a Tuesday because most I'm hardcore not fans be are middle-class people who actually have jobs. Blue-collar workers, let's go. I don't know if my job is considered. Is, is being a pastor a blue-collar or a white-collar mm, or both? No, it's... It's a white collar, it's white obviously. Collar. <laughs> it's technically, yeah, I was just going to say it's a white collar. But oh, anyway, well, let's go to predictions. Okay, so last week, uh, well, the last two weeks, here now I want to I want to jump in here because I want to give kudos to Abigail. No, don't do that. Her head's big enough. Who, okay, so when when we started when we started this these last two weeks, Abigail was in second place, three points behind first. At the end of these two weeks, Abby got to tied for the lead. Very good on you, Abby. Thanks. But these last two weeks, she went four and five and four and five. So 80%, Abigail, 80% both weeks. I'm, I'm flabbergasted and proud you did a great job you missed one game only each week and and it's it's possible to think that that uh that the the uh the game that you picked wrong in each of these weeks were ones that well in the first week you picked dallas over boston and missed that one um, that one's a hard game to predict. That was a hard game to pick, but Pittsburgh and Buffalo, I think that was also a hard game to pick considering how Pittsburgh was playing when we made the predictions. I mean, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh I, was I playing pretty poor, so. Yes, absolutely. But and um, in, in general, if the other team has a chance to beat Pittsburgh, I just vote for that team because then either way I'm happy. Gotcha. So it's all um, based on feelings. As, as a, as a podcast – as a podcast, overall, through week six, we are 55.6% picking the right team. Guys, I apologize. I'm dragging you guys down. I You really are. The collective yeah, it's, it's percentage Abby, goes down. So Abby and Jim are both 60% overall. See? See? Andrew's at 46.7. But, but. He can bring that back up this week. And, I'm, and I, I, guys, I, hope, I'm trying. I hope he does. I'm I hope trying. He does. I I'm hope trying. He does. Are you really trying, Andrew? Because I, I remember am. you voted for Nashville twice last time. Okay, guys, look. Uh, yeah, it, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. Okay, it's a terrible look. But when I, when a team like Nashville has a team like uh, you know, our goalie like Saros. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on Saros. It's just plain and simple. Saros is worth a couple goals, you know, or a goal yeah, at least a goal and a half maybe. So, yeah, and especially mm-hmm. well, we're picking we're picking Nashville again this week, and uh, I I may have to I may have to slide over to Nashville side. Just you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry if if you don't agree with that, but. It's what it is. I don't agree with that. All right. Shall we get into the first week of predictions? 
boys and girls. And as always, I will pick last because I'm losing. You guys need a uh, well. No, no Abby, Abby, Abby should Abby should because because she's she no, had the best two weeks. No, but, no. Uh, Who was in first last time we recorded? Dad was. Me? So, so you that's first. you first because you guys have Abby hasn't surpassed you yet. Okay, fine. That's how we did it last time. That is how fine. we did it before. Fine. All right. So uh, week seven, we have on the seventeenth. We have Detroit facing Toronto in Detroit. I have Toronto winning this game four to two. Abby, who you got? Oh boy. This is actually kind of a tough one. I'm not going to lie to you because it's interdivisional. So usually teams play harder because it has more to do with the standings. And Toronto's been hit or miss this this year, kind of depending on their goaltending with like Joseph Wall's been playing really well, but like Samsonov's been kind of eh. And so like, it just, it's like, it just depends. And the same thing goes for Detroit. Like they're just like kind of iffy this year, but I'm going to say Detroit and I'm going to say by a score three to two. Andrew? Nice. Oh, no, you. Oh, no, you already went. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I have written down here uh, Toronto 4 2. So, I do like Detroit, though, but I just think, I don't know. It's hard to to bet Detroit against Toronto when Toronto's been good for so long. You know, like, not, you know, they haven't won anything. But right. they've been a, a good regular season team for so long. Yeah, yeah. And, and when a, Detroit's done nothing. The past and when years. a team and when a team has Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, these guys, like you want them William to succeed, Nylander. and you can't. Yeah, yeah Nylander, you have a hard time voting against them, which is fair. That's true. Yeah. Well, and this game is also being played over in Sweden on a neutral site. So, yep. I, I, I at that point you go with a team that has the best talent and that's why i picked detroit or toronto excuse me yeah so yeah. did we all pick toronto or abby did you go detroit I abby detroit. picked detroit okay well because they, right. they did claw back in that ottawa game so yes they did, they did. yes they did but it's ottawa not toronto <laughs> also true um next game is on the 18th this is a chicago at nashville also being played over in sweden for uh for the global series um, I'm actually picking Chicago in this game to win it three to two in overtime, um, possibly even a shootout. But I, I like Chicago in this game. Um, I don't like Nashville ever. I, <laughs> I just this year and and I predicted them at the beginning of the season to be, I think, last in the Central. So you did, and that was despicable. But they're last in the Central right now and i don't think they're gonna pick it up because i just think there there are too there are too many pieces that aren't clicking right now for them so i'm also gonna say chicago and i'm gonna say chicago four to one and this is where andrew gets his comeback started i got nashville five four in overtime wrapping up the global series also, they're trying to grow the NHL okay. in Sweden, and they send over Toronto and Detroit and De- Ottawa and well, I, Chicago and Nashville. You know okay, what, though, guys? So Nashville, probably not. But all of those other teams have very large fan bases, which I think is probably why. 
Hey, they have very large markets and their fans are very committed, which I think Na is Nashville. Probably why. Nashville has Nashville has um, Soros, and that he's a big name in Sweden. Okay, uh, can I change my Toronto and Detroit prediction, please, to Detroit Fortitude? I just noticed that Detroit has already played a game in Sweden. And Toronto's probably just getting over there. So Detroit's had a longer time to get acclimated to the time difference, the thing. And I think I think Detroit's going to win. 42. Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. I, I okay. totally didn't uh, realize next that game, until now. Uh, it's on the 18th. Also, it's all right. Also on the 18th, we got Colorado at Dallas. I'm picking Dallas to win this game 5-2. Abby, who you got? Duh. Like, I got to ask. Uh, Yeah. Obviously, this is a hard game to pick, but you yeah. got to go with better goaltending, in my opinion. Colorado has had, I mean, is it still Georgiev over there that they have, I think? So yeah. it's like Georgiev's okay, but he's not Jake Ottinger. Jake Ottinger's top five goalie in the league, easy. And so I'm definitely picking Dallas over Colorado every day. And I'll say Dallas wins five to two. No, okay. I've got oh, Dallas. That's what you said, oh, Dad. <laughs> I've got Dallas over Colorado by right. a score of six to two. Nice. So Colorado can only score two points. <clears throat> yeah. Stone no Ottinger. All right. So next we got a game on the twentieth: Calgary at Seattle. Calgary at Seattle. I've got Seattle winning this game 4-3 in overtime. And I think Markstrom lets in a soft goal in OT. You don't like Markstrom. Wow. Eh, I don't like Calgary. I don't know why I'm following them, but I'm following them. Go ahead. You can always yeah, be like me and jump ship. No, I'm I'm not like you. Um, I like Calgary in this game. I think Markstrom's a better role tender than – wait, who does Seattle have? Is it Silver Bauer? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Markstrom's better. Dad hates on Markstrom, but he's not he's not bad. He's coming back from injury as well. Which did you know that, Dad? Did you know yep. that Markstrom was injured? Okay, yep. I wasn't sure Jeez. how closely you follow your team. Jeez. I don't I don't know I don't know because he doesn't like Markstrom, so he he was probably rejoicing when he heard that news. No. Anyhow, I'm gonna say Calgary's gonna win this game. They've been picking it up a little bit, but not. I mean. It's Seattle. So I'm going to say they're going to win this game 3-1. to one. How dare you bad talk my former Seattle Kraken like that? But I'm going to say Calgary 5-3. All right. And last game of week seven is uh, November 22nd, fr Black Friday. Uh, the New York Rangers at the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm actually picking the Rangers in this game. I think they win at six to three. I think they blitz Pittsburgh pretty badly in this game. And I think uh, Shesterkin stands on his head and only lets in three. Uh, Shesterkin's been injured. He'll be okay, back for that but game. whoever their goalie is, I he's, still think he's, he's going to stand on his head. Because Jonathan everybody, Quick. Jonathan everybody, Quick. Everybody who plays the Pittsburgh Penguins stands on their head. It's true. He, but Igor will be back fact. for this game. He will? He's day-to-day -day right now, yeah. Okay, well, he's been day-to-day -day for a while, apparently. He's you been out what? for the last, like, five games, I think, for the Rangers. But but 
Jonathan so Quick. Abby, who you got? I'm just saying, Jonathan Quick has been playing very well for them. Yeah, let me finish yes. that thing. Anyways, I also think the Rangers are going to win this game. They've got, I mean, coming into Pittsburgh barn, it'll be embarrassing, but I think they're going to win four to three. I don't, I don't have anything more to say about that. Okay. Andrew? Uh, I have the Rangers as well. It will truly be a Black Friday for Penguins fans. And uh, the Rangers are going to win four to two in overtime. <laughs> All right. All right, so moving on to week eight, we have uh, another Pittsburgh game. So back-to-back Pittsburgh games here on the 24th, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I've got Buffalo – or I'm excuse me, I've got Pittsburgh actually winning this game 5-3. to three. Uh, I think they'll – you know, they'll be coming off that loss to the Rangers and they'll be kind of PO'd, and I think they'll – Take it to Buffalo. That's my Fair opinion. Enough. Abby, who I, you got? I also have Pittsburgh in this game. Um, I think, I mean, they beat Buffalo before. They have what it takes to beat this team specifically. And, um, yeah, they'll be mad about losing to the Rangers. So, I'm going to say Pittsburgh's going to win this game 4 nothing. Wait, no, 5-1. to one. Huh. I have Pittsburgh with the clean sweep from all three of us. Uh, Pittsburgh three nothing against Buffalo. All right. Next game is on the twenty fifth. Boston at the Rangers. I like Boston in this game to squeak out a five four win. Um, I just think Boston's a better team. I think Boston's the cream of the crop in the NHL right now. Um, I think they're. Well, I won't get into that, but I think they win this game five four. Fair. Boston has been playing very well. Oh, boy. Better than now. I'm, I'm going to go with Boston. I feel like I'm just copying Dad at this point. I don't know. Have I predicted one that wasn't the same as Dad? Yeah. I predicted have. two that weren't the same as Dad. So, uh, anyway. The Toronto-Detroit the Toronto game. Yeah, and then the this Seattle-Calgary game. Um, but I, I'm going to say Boston wins this game. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a goaltending battle. I'll say I'll say a two-one, two-one victory for Boston. Okay. It's Andrew? a five-two victory for Boston. Get your score correct. Boston's not scoring only two. <laughs> With the elite <laughs> offensive powerhouse that is Pasternak and Marchan and Charlie Coyle and 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 Charlie McAvoy. Are you actually calling Charlie McAvoy an elite offensive powerhouse? I am calling Charlie McAvoy an elite offensive defenseman, yes. All right, moving on. No, that no, no, that's, that spot, no, that spot is reserved specifically for Cody Cece. You cannot Where is Cody allow Cece any, this year? any disrespect. Uh, Edmonton. Still? Still? Yeah, he's, he's dying that's, that's over there in Edmonton. Yeah. That's why they're losing. No, All right, so Minnesota at Detroit team. is the next game that we're going to be picking. This is on the 26th. Uh, this is a game that I think is uh, going to be um, – I think it's going to be a close game, but, again, I think Minnesota loses and Detroit wins 3-2. to two. Well, Minnesota has been such a weird team this year. It's just It's just been 
like they've just not been it. Correct. So I don't I don't disagree with you. Um and I wanna vote for something different than you one of these times, but I'm also gonna say Detroit. It just doesn't make sense to to vote for Minnesota in this instance. So I'm gonna say Minnesota four to two. Everyone was so high on on Gustafson going into mm-hmm. this year. And he has just like flopped. And I feel bad. Did you say, did you say Minnesota four to two? No, I said Detroit. Detroit if I said Minnesota. If I said Minnesota, I did not mean to. No, she I said Detroit. Okay, okay. Then I was this. I I too have Detroit, and it's a three-one victory for the Wings from Michigan. Detroit right. specifically, not the Kalamazoo Wings, the Detroit Weird Wings. Correct. Yeah, because there are um, the Kalamazoo Wings. Yeah, just want to make sure got, I get that clear. We've got Dallas at Winnipeg. Um, I like Dallas in this game to win handily, three, <sighs> a six to three. What was that? Was that you? you keep voting for the people I'm voting for. You keep well, choosing stop voting the for them. That I choose. Well, I'm going to say Dallas too. I can't not say Dallas. Yeah, you can. Against Winnipeg, they're going to win five to three. I do so have Dallas to, written five down. Five to two. I have Dallas written down. But against my better judgment, I'm switching it to Winnipeg. Oh, see, now if, if we all pick the same winners, we. We could conceivably go 100% for the week. But we're not going to. And it's going to be okay. a 4-3 win for the Winnipeg Jets in overtime. 4-3 overtime win for the Jets. Okay, and final game for this prediction contest, uh, the 28th of November, West Coast game, Anaheim at Vancouver. I like Anaheim in this game. Four to two. Although since Andrew has changed his allegiance to the Vancouver Canucks, yeah, I'm definitely going with Anaheim four to two. <laughs> Abby, who you got? Vancouver. Finally, get to choose one not the same. Vancouver okay. is going to win this game. Vancouver is going to blow out Anaheim. I love Anaheim. They don't have what it takes to beat Vancouver. Five to one win for the Canucks. So wow. there there okay andrew i have my vancouver canucks i've been riding and riding and dying with them since last year forget that two-month hiatus where i switched over to seattle just forget about it don't forget don't for, just forget about it okay that didn't forget happen. about it forget about what exactly and vancouver's huh? gonna win four two one against the mighty Ducks of Anaheim. <clears throat> All right, there you go. All Recap. Right, so in, yeah, real quick. Uh, Toronto at Detroit in Sweden. Uh, Andrew and Abby pick Detroit four two, three two respectively. Jim picks Toronto um, four to two. Chicago at Nashville also in Sweden. Andrew is Nashville winning five four in overtime. Abby and Jim have Chicago winning. Uh, Abby four to one, Jim three to two in overtime. Colorado at Dallas. Everybody picked Dallas. Andrew six to two, Abby five to two, Jim five to two. Calgary at Seattle. Uh, Andrew and Abby have Calgary five three and three one uh, respectively, and Jim has Seattle four to three in overtime. New York Rangers at Pittsburgh. Everybody's picking New York to win that game. 
uh, Andrew four to two, Abby four to three, Jim six to three. Going on to week eight, uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Everybody's picking Pittsburgh. Andrew three nothing, Abby five to one, Jim five to three. Boston at New York. Everybody's picking Boston. Andrew five to two, Boston uh, two to one, and uh, Jim five to four. Minnesota at Detroit. Everyone's picking Detroit here. Uh, three to one, Andrew. Four to two, Abby. And three to two, Jim. Dallas at Winnipeg. Andrew was the lone Winnipeg voter be, just because he wanted to be different. Uh, but he's picking Winnipeg four to three in overtime. Uh, Jim and Abby both picked Dallas to win. Abby five to three, Jim six to three. Anaheim at Vancouver. Andrew and Abby both picked Vancouver to win this game, four to one and five to one respectively. And Jim likes Anaheim four to two. And that, my friends, is your prediction contest for the next two weeks. Happy yes, Thanksgiving, so, everybody. Yes, as we said, we will not be recording next week because it will be Thanksgiving weekend and we will be gone. And yes. uh Michigan will be playing Ohio State, so my Saturday's booked up. So uh true. But uh, thank you guys for listening to this last uh, this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. If you missed last two weeks, that's because we didn't upload last week and uh, the week that you just go listen to it. It's out. Um, and again, we, we appreciate you guys listening to us. We appreciate you sticking with us. If you want to email us, you can do that at Pens and Stuff podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think of the podcast. So any last words before we sign off, guys? Nope. None for me. Um, Dallas is going to win the Central. And Vancouver is going to drop to fourth in the Pacific because Andrew started voting for them. Anaheim's going <laughs> to bottom out. And um, Edmonton's going to find their feet. And then over no, in they're the not. Atlantic, Edmonton sucks. Ottawa's going to do amazing things. Ottawa's going to do very well. Toronto's going to drop down to sixth in the league. At some point. Oh, you're or full sixth, of it. sixth in the in the Atlantic. All right, and, guys. Um, we're gonna get out of here before in the Metro, Philly's going to be eighth at the end of the season. Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening to this episode of the Pens and Stuff Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. Let's freaking go. And uh, let's go, uh, Vancouver. And we're back, boys. We're back. Woo! Dad.